All right, then. Shall I do it? Shall I rip a track? Yeah. Shall I yes. say the words that I've yes. said before that I often get wrong? <laughs> and then delete the takes so you lot don't know. Oh, you see that? Don't you let me do that. Okay. <laughs> right. Okay. Here we go, then. Come gather you friends round your flickering campfires and also listen for 50 tales of mayhem, wonder and historic carnage for this is The Silly History Boy Show 51st episode spectacular! And it's a talky one. We're, we're talk, talking. We're talking. Absolutely yes. talking. So yes, you've, boys and you've girls. knocked us up a spectacular, haven't you? That's right. right. I thought, um, you know, we do 50 episodes and then we do a podcast. <laughs> an actual yeah. an actual podcast. Well, actually, this is uh, episode two of the actual podcast, isn't it? Because we, uh, we, we did another talky episode. Oh, yes. Yeah, so this oh, is yeah, only our second podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So we've done 50 episodes and we've only done two. Yeah. Wow. It's very confused. It's very confusing. Wow, wow, wow. Mm. Uh, I mean, yeah, I think I think it's pretty... We, we've shown restraint there, haven't we? Because we are doing an awards show here, so uh, we're already skirting uncomfortably close to Alan, Part- <laughs> Alan Partridge laying on his bed with a dictaphone, you know, so... Um, yeah. You know. Yeah. But, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, a, a podcast radio show needs to give itself some awards, mainly because no one else is going to. So That is <laughs> that is very true. That yeah, is very so, true. And at the end of the day, I think we've earned it. Mm. Yeah, I suppose. Let's face it, we've only got 4.9 stars on Apple Podcasts, and there's no way we're going to claw that other fifth of a star back without a glittering awards show. Exactly. This is this is all about the prestige, this episode. That's what it's all about. And I am wearing my best best for this show. <laughs> Can I say, some of the outfits are quite spectacular. Um, the little off-the-shoulder taffeta-ball gown that Uncle Bilbo's got. The, um, the full Hawaiian tux with palm trees and parrots that Pear Bear's got. And, it's um, my go-to. It's a really nice hoodie at that. Tom, really good. I didn't get the memo, mate. I didn't get the full prom dress memo. I was too busy being somewhere else. Your tiara is stunning, Bob. Bob, I just like to say you are pulling that off. Thank you very much. It took quite a bit to get Bjork's swan dress off Bjork, mm. and then quite a bit to get <laughs> Bjork's swan dress on me. And I think <laughs> some of the stitching has come loose. Uh, in fact, a lot of me has come loose, um, so people will be grateful that this has been recorded. I'm wearing a, a mask. Ra- a- I'm wearing a mask. Oh, uh, oh, it's a masquerade oh. ball now. In your in your face, I've come fully dressed. Well, there's a Maverick, there's a Top Gun sequel, maybe it's time for a nice wide shot sequel starring Tom Fermo. <laughs> <laughs> Live. Writhe right now, shut. now we're all dressed. What on earth have you got us here to do, Rob? Bob? Bob? Uh, well, um, I, I thought we'd do some backslapping. Um, so uh, what I have done uh, in in a, in a moment of quiet reflection in the day is I've um, I've written some questions for us to ask ourselves to reflect on fifty very silly episodes of the Silly History Boys Show. Very silly, and. Um, if you'll agree, um, we can, um, yeah, so I thought, first of all, we, you know, get around the table and just really, you know, clap ourselves on the back and say, haven't we done well? Uh, so um, a back slapping now for each boy. Oh, well done, you. Well done. Haven't we done well? Uh, and if it's all the same to you, um, I will, um, I've, I've written myself a little order, which I will, will change up. From time to time. I mean, I say I've written an order. I've written your names at the top of the page. Nice, nice. Yeah, no, we are completely in your capable MC hands here. Excellent. Place yourselves in my care, for I am your dear Uncle Bob Bob, and no harm will come to you now. All right. (laughs) Okay. 
Cool. So I've got three. I've got three warm-up questions to begin with, uh, and then it's gonna get silly. All right. Okay. So oh, my yeah. first question is for the first bear amongst us. He is Stu the Pear Bear Perry, Hello. and um, I, I thought I'd start you off with a, a, a nice easy one, Stu. Yeah. What's your favorite episode? Um. Do you know, it's actually, it's quite hard for me to actually think what is my favourite episode, because I think my favourite episode is actually the 300 episode, but it makes me seem really big-headed because I wrote that episode, but I just, every time I listen to it, I just think everyone, and it's just the sage mouth of, of Leonidas all the way through it, the sage mouth. I just love it, and uh, the, the, the fighty sequences worked exactly as they sounded in my head. So, yes, that is my favourite episode, even though I wrote it. Thank you. He was a good-looking character, that one, wasn't he, Leonidas? Oh, King Leonidas, oh, absolutely. Six-pack ripples. Oh, he, yeah, he, sound, he sounded hench. Yeah, he sounded <laughs> hench. I'd like to meet that awesome. guy. Yeah. But quite, gen- quite gentle as well. Yeah. Oiled, oiled but kind. Yeah. That, I would like to think. And Athletic. Modi. Oh yeah, and yeah. some really great horizontal Caledonian acting as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think you've you've chosen a good one there, Pepe. I I just like the fun you had with with the uh, Spartan names. You know, the guy who digs the hole, Diggities. You know, yeah. the kind of like the guy who lifts the lid. What was his like? Lift the lid on or lift the lid? What was his name? Oh, lift lift dad on or lift, something like that. Lift yeah. a mem- yeah yeah lift a memnon. That was it. <laughs> lift a memnon. <laughs> yeah, um, I remember. I remember getting a sweat on for the marathon bit. I think it was quite a muggy day at Castle Bob Bob. And I I really, I really tried hard and thought it would, it translate how fit I am. Uh, (laughs) And and I personally think it does. That that was for, was it, what was the character called? Philippides? Was he the guy who ran the marathon? Yeah, Philippides. I think we went, yeah. I think we went with Philippides in the end. Hi, Phil. What you doing? <laughs> On the bicycles. <laughs> that was up to that point as well. I think that was like the most complicated thing I'd ever had to edit, if you know what I mean. Because I was like, why did I write everyone on different hilarious modes of transportation? And then having <laughs> yeah. Bilbo rock up on a motorbike. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I was like, I need to make it sound like it's approaching. And then I need to make it sound like he's driving away. This is going to be interesting. We tax Zaps flat hard. Oh, absolutely, and um, yeah, and that that you know that was really kind of skirting the boundaries of reality, per bear. Because as Tombo will tell you, I am a terrible pillion on the back of a bike <laughs> and should never be near a bike. Mm-hmm. So to have me yeah. on a bike was uh, was really was really a make believe. <laughs> well, well, if truth be told, it's only uh, it's I think it's only Bob Bob that hasn't uh, 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 felt the need the need for speed on my little. Uh, oh, absolutely! I used speed to love machine. having a ride on the back of Tombo's bike. Oh, I'd, it was so romantic. He'd this is so news many to places. me. I've got to say, for the ladies, by bike we mean manly, hulky, speed motor thing. Not just, I, did, I, like. just I just didn't give Bilbo and Pelbear a groggy on the back of the push bike. <laughs> <laughs> a groggy, yeah, brilliant. Did you do a motorbike? I had no idea. At university, yeah. It was, I oh, think it was yeah. like his whole university bit to make him seem dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. Bilbo was seen, mysterious. Have you seen Grease 2? Pretty much Grease yeah. 2. Oh, I've, yeah. I've jumped that late. Except, I I was, that except late. Pear Bear was on the back of the bike. <laughs> I'm confused. <laughs> Only Frenchy remains from Grease 1, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah. Does, she, does Frenchy know. go bad? Yeah. Uh, uh, Get uh, a hog. I have to say, dear listeners, that I have given up the bike and it was my decision not, I repeat, not my wife's because I am in charge. <laughs> Will it be reflected in, in, a, late, in a later section yeah, <laughs> when we get to guest stars? Do we, um, do we all answer these questions, Bob Bob, or is it just kind of like, um, or are you just going well, for... Well, I mean, I'd, I'd planned... I'd planned for everyone to answer the question each. Yeah, well, maybe. I've I've yeah. I've done my homework, so I yeah. want to, you know, I'll just, right. just double check in here. All right, swap. I don't want to make uh, I don't want to make you angry, so um, <laughs> <laughs> we better do it. All right then. Without further ado, well, what's your favourite episode of the Silly History Boys show? I'm actually torn 
I, I, I gave this a think, and I'll make it quick. The word is ripped, surely. Ha! No, no. no. <laughs> 15 years ago, maybe. So, right, okay, I am torn between Caesar Part 1, Episode 10, Julius Caesar, It's Dangerous to Run with Caesars, or William Marshall Part 1, Episode 17, William Marshall and I to Remember. Because the Caesar one is the first time we see the we meet the time machine, don't we? Right? Mm-hmm. And it's, and it's wild, really man. silly. And it took up most of the episode, yes. <laughs> it did. Yes. But it gave us, and especially me, kind of carte blanche to go out there and just use whatever stupid narrative um, devices we, we fancied. Um, so that was a kind of watershed moment for me where I was like, this is, this is dumb and I really love it. Um, and I guess the William Marshall one, because it, that was the first one, I believe, that um, we really started to kind of use music and montages together in my mind. Um, mm, and then yeah, I, and then I begin to look towards the kind of the juxtaposition of the music versus historical accuracy. And I love the serious, the, the silliness of that. Like King James and King Charles of Denmark getting mortaled at a party to banging techno. That's my, I love that kind of stuff. <laughs> I would rather have that than, you know, kind of historically accurate, music i i love mm-hmm. the silliness of the the pop that we, yeah. well, that's the, that we i show. think that's good that's the silly bit of what we do i think i think it's because I, there are a lot of kind of history shows that i think would do what we do but would be would shy away from modern references and i i one of the things i enjoy so much about what we do is that we don't care we use modern references because it's funny to do that if you know what i mean so yeah Unless you're English Heritage, we'd be told gently, try not to do modern references when you're performing live at English Heritage. Of course, we we shall do that at English Heritage. We got told (laughs) off. We got told off that MC Hammer joke, didn't we? (laughs) Paul Simon Castle. (laughs) (laughs) I think um, we bring history to our world on our own terms. (laughs) Yeah. 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 A lot of other history podcasts are cowards. Um, yeah. cowardly <laughs> podcast the sensible history boys in particular Ugh, they're so <laughs> that, sensible that, that's what sensible. they do uh, and uh, this is the second time I've mentioned Top Gun but you know we did William Marshall using some Top Gun like music mm-hmm. and lo and behold Tom Cruise does a sequel within yep. a year well mm-hmm. well well yeah. 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 yeah something definitely yeah. fishy there correct um Tombo hello uh, what what is your favourite episode of the oh. Silly History Boys show? Thank you for asking. Would you um, tell well, me what it is? Well, actually, I uh, I really enjoyed the William Marshall uh, um, uh, series, as I'd like to call them. But I, I, yeah. I really quite enjoyed uh, um, the... I think we did a series of sort of robes, rogues and rascals or that sort of thing. But I really enjoyed... Uh, um, I've totally lost it, lost his... You know the bloke, who, uh, uh, Dick, Dick Turpin. Dick Turpin. Dick Turpin. <laughs> I love that. It was it was a, a really lovely boxed vignette. It was a lovely romp, and I really enjoyed that we started and finished, and boom, it was done. Uh, and I really enjoyed doing it. And I, in actual fact, I enjoyed doing it. But I really enjoyed listening back to it. I thought it was a really mm. lovely self-contained romp. I learned a lot in that one as well. I I very nearly picked the second Highwayman one as me yeah. as me well, favourite. That's, that's I learned all a lot. thanks to the uh, police interview narrative format. That's what it is. It's always it's always going to do you see you right. The police interview narrative format. Yeah. Mm. Mm. I, I just I, I just love the history boys investigations will ever return. <laughs> <laughs> I just love that he got worse and worse and worse and started shooting his own friends for his own, for their own safety and what have you. It was mm-hmm. really funny. I, oh uh, yeah. It's a bit like uh, Bilbo, really difficult because all of them are zingers. So I just thought, what, which one can I go straight back to now? Spend forty minutes, forty-five minutes, and that's it. Whereas a lot of them, uh, uh, although they're brilliant, you have to really invest a good few hours to get the the whole narrative. Uh, so that one was a, you know, it's a good popcorn episode, I think. That's a good point. I, I am t- I often told by people who are allegedly my friends and my wife that um, they can't listen to the podcast because they have to listen to it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. And follow what's okay. happening. Yeah. Uh, and apparently everyone uses podcasts to uh, do the wash it up with 
when they don't really want to be concentrating. That's what music is for. Yeah. Or some music, anyway. Like That's why we've only ever yeah. done two podcasts. Mm. <laughs> That's fair enough, yeah. 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 Either way, I really enjoyed that one. I, 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 there are many others, but that one... You wanted one answer. I've given you an answer, and I loved it. Good answer. You certainly have. Yeah, good Uh, answer. It is a good answer, and it's one of the only ones where some brothers saw their siblings' arm off. (laughs) 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 That Um, was fun to record. Bob, Bob, what's your favourite episode? Um, My favourite episode. Thank you so much for asking, because I was trying to think, how am I going to swing this? But thank you so much for (laughs) asking. Ask yourself. My my favourite one is the Utgarda-Loki saga for a a number of different reasons. First of all, it is... yeah, it's it's all the way back there, but there's 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 a reason for that. But I mean, it it is very funny. It sounds great. That even though it's an early one, I think it like the the, the sound design, if you want to call it that, of the echoing giant halls and things like that, really sounds good. And the you really there's there's a Scottish giant. Perbaz <laughs> does the voice of a Scottish giant who is Scottish. It's a terrible Scottish accent. <laughs> and that's why it's great. Why do you think I started writing all the Dutch stuff in? Because <laughs> I think, hey, it's good if you could do the voices, but it's even better if you can't. That's why you made me so Welsh in the last War of the Roses episode, <laughs> you beast. That's right. And that's I why that's I made right. you so Scouse last week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's okay because my Scouse accent's actually pretty good. I guess that's why we say sorry at the end of the episode because any Welsh listeners, Scottish listeners, whatever, we're saying sorry to you. Mm -hmm. uh, Yeah. Because we really, we do not prepare, we do not do our research, and we do not do vocal warm ups. We just go in cold, and what you get is what you get, and that's your fault, listener, not ours. Well, listener, I, I don't know about anyone yeah, else. Yeah, he doesn't speak I, for I, all I, I do <laughs> yeah, all those. I, I do, I do actually those do things. my research when I'm writing a show, I will say. No, 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 not the research. I'm talking about the, the, the effort it takes to sound out a character. Oh, no, I do it one take and it's done. It's all, it's all <laughs> I mean, we've got about four, we've got about four voices each anyway. Yeah, yeah, um, but we're finding our voices now and falling into those grooves. So the good thing is the listeners know what voices to expect each week now, which is nice, <laughs> I think. There's going to be a little bit of Menelaian. Oh, no, we're doing the favourite voices. Let's, 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 let's move on. Yeah, let's, let's move on. Yeah, but we'll jump on for 10 minutes after this and talk to HR about Tombo a little bit. Yeah. But uh, we'll put a pin in that. Uh, the, <laughs> shut up. The, shut the other thing that I'll... <laughs> He's he's got a motorbike, boys and girls. Watch it. He's a bad he boy. He's dangerous. <laughs> he's dangerous. I'm a cool rider. Not anymore. And the not other anymore. reason for oh, you will you'll go back to it one day. And speaking of cool, the the other reason that I liked um, the Utgarda Loki stuff, it sounded cool. I've said that, haven't I? Uh, but I also thought like it's a story I haven't heard before, and it's really good. And it was also very funny, and everyone's oh, very you. funny in it. And it was because it was very early, and um, I won't bore the people with what I thought of the first one that I did, but I wasn't happy with it. It is still pretty good, but I wasn't happy with it. And I thought, well, that is what I will aspire to from henceforth, for it to be, you know, something you maybe haven't heard before, or a part of the story that you, or the history that you haven't heard before, for it to be very funny in capital letters and sound cool. And, um, I have that tattooed on the inside of my eye. And if I'm ever stuck, <laughs> when I start writing, I just shut my eyes. Cool. Haven't heard it before. God, I was in there for ages anyway. Um, but that, that's my... It hurts so much. Uh, so that's my answer to question number one. We're, we're rattling through this. We've been, yeah, we've been going for 48 minutes. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's been, it's oh. been 23. So let's move on to question number two. Question number two in a slightly different order to mix it all up. Um, and, and this is a loaded question, um, and it might be similar to the other one, but dear Uncle Bilbo, yes, mate. what do you think is the best episode you've ever done? 
Um, okay, I'm going to go for Musashi Part 2, A Rolling Stone Gathers No Mush. But not because it's the best technically, or even, Bob Bob, it's not even your finest script. But it was the moment, I think, when I thought, oh, wait, I think we're really onto something here. Um, and I remember, hmm. I always, I always kind of associate that with Musashi Part Two, um, plus the Musashi Yokiyosha clan uh, fight. Yeah, that was an excellent edit. Whoever, yeah. whoever may have done that, where is my dick? <laughs> I, I got a, I got a young lad in from from up north to um, to because I, I simply couldn't edit twenty minutes worth of dialogue. <laughs> so, so, so I had to get a chap in to do the fights. It's like you know you have an action director and a and a dialogue director. Yeah, and uh, you didn't act. There's some some people getting carved up in Masashi too. So there you I, go. That's me, Masashi too. Yeah, excellent. Um, school's out for samurai. Is Masashi too? Oh, is uh, it? Yes. Yeah, gets the first episode with the students in it as well. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah you're yeah. right. Sorry, schools out for samurai. You uh, Rolling Stone gathers no mush. That's the first one, isn't it? That's yeah. part one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then and the next Masashi one we do, whatever it's called, all the geishas think can pretty fly for a samurai. Yeah, <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> Had a little laugh at my own joke there, listener. There we go. Can you take? Can you clip that out? Can you take it out? Yeah, I'll take it out. Remind me. Thanks. Um, the next question. It's exactly the same as the one I've just asked Will, but instead I'm going to ask it to Tom. Tom, what do you think is the best episode? It's difficult. Uh, the the one that I am closest to, and therefore I think is of some use to people uh, uh, because it's still sort of studied and I also think uh, it was a trilogy in five parts and I can't break them down but the trilogy in five parts for me was a proper history lesson Uh, uh, and I think we did it really blooming well Uh, and that was uh, the Wars of the Roses it's not a cricket match Uh, uh, and I, I don't know which one is the best but I loved listening to all of it because I think it's a saleable product, really well researched <laughs> and really well oh, yeah. done. Yeah, not because it's a saleable product, but it does save us some time. My answer is exactly the same as Tom Bo's. I think the War of the Roses um, five five part trilogy is the best thing we've done because we literally just went here's what happens in the War of the Roses plus some you know gags. Uh, and some cool battle sequences. And also, for me, while we were doing it, I learned like a lot about the Wars of the Roses. Uh, Isn't it so weird? that's it. That's my answer too. And it was Isn't really it hard to think as well. that you can understand the Wars of the Roses now. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, God, I don't think any of us still understand it. But we learned a little bit. <laughs> You're right. Well, it was really hard. Well, it's just because because it was so right. Uh, over five episodes, that would have been, what, th- three months, give or take? Mm-hmm. That we kind of yeah. lived and breathed, wore the, wore the roses. So as you're writing, yeah. you're writing one, you're editing one. So the writing process, the editing process, and the recording process is all kind of dovetailing over and over and over. And yeah. we, we were all so going we're... slightly insane. So the fact that we, came, yeah. that we came out of it kind of in one piece and friends, I think, is, 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 is a good thing as well. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we had to stop for a bit, didn't we? After Water of the yeah. Roses, yeah. <laughs> much like the Kingdom of England, they just like <laughs> we can't do this anymore. We have to stop. <laughs> this is unsustainable. Millions, millions have died. Yeah, <laughs> and I'll save us a bit of time. My favourite one is um, is Water of the Roses as well. Um, oh, wow. pretty much for all of those reasons, actually, um, and yeah. the fact that I think you actually. I it has given me a better understanding of the Wars of the Roses, uh, and also you know it's the first time I've got really nastily Welsh for anything as well for the show, which is great. <laughs> I've got loads planned for for the land of my fathers. Um, yeah, maybe it went a little bit too far on it, but um, yeah, it's my favourite one as well. I will I will just say though that I also agree with Will when it comes to Masashi Part Two because that was the point for me also where I thought actually this this is this is the format that works really well like the action sequences the narration the gags the history that and I from that point I think 
I think you can probably see it reflected in the 300 episode actually after Masashi is that I went right I need to start writing like Bob Bob so uh, that's just how that happened that's why 300 it's called, is a- it's called like action it radio radio yeah, with action radio it. that's exactly it but that's very back patty so there we go well done everyone so ask me the questions bridge keeper I am not afraid uh, <laughs> right um the Silly History Boy show is the eighth silliest show of all time. And seven of them are panorama specials, which didn't work out. But within the show, there's some very silly voices. So I'm going to ask a man that we all like to call Stu the Pear Bear Perry. What's your favorite character that we've done or your favorite silly voice in the series? Well, I've, out of like everything, because I, I must admit, because I am so utterly self-obsessed, I've gone at this from the angle of what is my favourite voice to do in the show, not what's like the best voice out of everyone. Cool. Hey, listen. Cool. I yeah. like me too. Just get, you You do you. Okay. Uh, then I, my, my answer is Somerset with his tiny mouth. Guido uh, <laughs> Lusignor, because he's so fun, man. And uh, Kajiro, because he's just so lovely. I, I I can't choose between the three of those. So not just one of the voices, three of them. All, all of them excellent all voices. Them, yes. I have missed Guy de Lusignan. We really need to do the Crusades. <laughs> Come on, man. Let's or, go. Come on. Take it off. Or, or maybe let you do him for another episode. Because <laughs> I guess we could do that as well. <laughs> But it was nice to see Kajiro back last week. I, I, he's just so fun to do. And he's fun to write songs with as well. I like Kajiro a lot. Um, I like Tombo's Buckingham voice. I think that's a brilliant voice. Uh, I like Bilbo's Paris voice. I think that's a brilliant voice. And I like uh, Bob Bob's evil Alan Rickman voice. Because it's so evil and Alan Rickman. He has been very useful during the course of the series. Ah, so evil. <laughs> It's pretty bad. Excellent. All silly voices. Um, let's see if any of them show up again. Will, Uncle Will, Boy Tristram, what is your favourite silly voice in the series? Uh, because because me and Peba, though very similar as people, were also polar opposites many times. So um, I haven't chosen one for myself, but I've chosen one for each of you silly boys that I, that oh, I go back to as, so s- as your own, as your own favourite voices. Now, I agree with Peba. I love Kajiro. He's great. But I also love Menelaus. He's also great. But I have plumbed for the elder Yokiyosha brother from Musashi because he <laughs> oh, he yeah. sounded he sounded like you were sweating really hard and, oh, and that it, I, I, he was utterly exhausting. Yeah. He's so tiring to do. Uh, yeah, and well, it, you know, it sounded like it took a toll on you, and that's that's all I want from you is is for you to work hard and <laughs> and have it shorten your life. You know, so. Um, <laughs> That's wow, uh, wow. that's uh, okay. So I'm going to go for every Yoshi voice that Pear Bear does extracts a toll. I <laughs> hear it, and it sounds incredible. For for Bob Bob, I have chosen um, Yaroslav the Wise slash Henry the Younger because it's so perfect and likable and innocent that you can, you can have yeah. you can pretty much have that voice say anything, and it'll, <laughs> and it'll get it'll get past the censors. Um, and we have, yeah. And, you know, and I suppose an honourable mention for your kind of before we started kind of using actual women who have to talk to us because of marriage and mortgages. Um, I was a fan of your Freya slash Emperor Zoe voice. Um, that was oh, that was yeah. yeah. Mm, so they oh. were great fun. And for Tombo, mine mine kind of steps into sync with Pear Bear because my favourite for you is probably your Henry the Second when you're getting whipped through the streets because Henry the Second over time kind of morphed into Buckingham. So yeah, I, I I and they're fun to listen to because he's such a blowhard, and um and oh listener, if you go back and listen to any of either Henry the Second or especially Buckingham, listen out for Tombo's. Uh, he uses a lot of saliva when he's Buckingham, so um <laughs> you know that says to me that's a taxing voice for him, a taxing voice to do when he's uh, his mouth is really working it, really working it. I'd always assume that someone was just doing laundry in the background. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I can't do that without a special mention of uh, uh, Harold Bishop from Neighbours. Uh, Neighbours sadly <laughs> being... Uh, with, wobbly cheeks. With, 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 with the wobbly cheeks. So, uh, uh, yeah, um, thank you, Harold Bishop, for giving me that voice. Noted. 
we yeah. are doing Ned Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, I've got to say, uh, uh, favourite voices, I believe, and I think, uh, Bob, Bob, you and I need to, uh, uh, I think, uh, I've only just re- realised that probably we, we do have voices, but uh, um, the uh, uh, the bad dicky. Oh my god! Oh my god! Ever, ever, everybody knows that voice. Um, and uh, we we hear it a lot, and we love hearing it. And also the absolutely lovely uh, pear bear doing his really. Uh, uh, we hear it a lot, and I I love it. But um, do we have a voice that we always fall back on, Bob Bob? Because uh, I don't think we do have the perennial voices that uh, our esteemed colleagues have D- would you agree with me or do you I, I might are you in disagreement i suppose we we haven't found our starring our starring voices yet maybe mm. um but in a way it's more fun to do all the smaller voices <laughs> because i imagine when you're sweating through two and a half hours of blackbeard that some absolute (laughs) naughty person (laughs) has made you do and make you say run out the guns 18 times per paragraph because it sounds cool (laughs) it was fire there was a sequence where i had to record what we do listeners is when we record our lines we record each line three plus times because there are points where you get caught in a loop i mean tombo is probably usually the winner he does about 17 or 18 of each take all of them very similar (laughs) (laughs) no let's be honest the first three is making sense of the sentence out loud Uh, because it's the first time you're reading it and then then i go do you know what i mean just read it and then i go (laughs) yeah yeah and then i go oh that's what that means okay i know what to say now and then you'll always know that Tombo is not going to give you any more takes because he says nailed it, and then moves on to the next one. But anyway, sorry, I'm uh, I'm waffling. Um, I've forgotten my initial point now as well. Uh, my question uh, amongst all of them, uh, the one I would love to hear over and over again, uh, and I do hear in my sleep, is Kajiro. Uh, nailed it. It's because he's so lovely, yo. He's so very, lovely. Very soothing. Very soothing. Um, so right, so Tom, you've done yours, um, which means it's to you, Bob, Bob. It's your turn. It's just me. It's just me, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, I have done. I, I would like to honour all of the old women that Tom Thurmond has performed. <laughs> <laughs> like even, even, even even the ones I forget to do in their entirety. <laughs> yeah, that was. That was why well, I was thinking with Robert the Devil. I was like, oh, that's a shame. There was a banging old woman with an axe in her head for Tom Boat to do. Of course, Uncle Bilbo did it brilliantly as well. It was superb, yes. Very haunting. Um, but yeah, but since since ever since you did the Lady in Greggs in uh, <laughs> in Kyoto in Masashi 2, I've just mm-hmm. had it. Just like, Auntie yeah, Angela. Just that Auntie Angela? A- yeah, Auntie, Auntie Angela. Angela, that's it, yeah. Again, was the lady uh, and Greg's, and then he does Auntie Angela, uh, but even and, and the Heracles ones. <laughs> when you were Margaret Thatcher in <laughs> Ragnarok, um, <laughs> from from when you were uh, a horrible witch bashing up um, Heracles's garage with a cricket bat, all the old women are magic. <laughs> well, I have got to say, I've really missed them because we do now have real women uh, doing our voices now. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, and that's because uh, the last episode, my friends, I completely forgot because I just purely assumed that a woman was going to do it, uh, um, and my brain just went with it, and then that was it. That was law in my brain. There we go, woman when, doing a woman. When voice. women need to be honoured and um, their stories need to be told, we'll use actual women. If you have to be Terry Jones in a headscarf, it it will be you. Yes, okay. <laughs> I noted, I will forevermore uh, do the Terry Jones. I also, a nod of the cap to Ardman, any woman voice, I try and I try and emulate Ardman woman voice uh, whenever I do women. Well, man was built for it from clay. Right. <laughs> uh, my next one is, um, it's Kajiro as well. Um, and, and 
I don't know what more. Thank you so much. That is so kind of you. Like, so kind of you. Especially because you're so wheezy, usually, as well. So wheezy. Peculiar because it just beamed straight into my head from my brain. And it was one of the first (laughs) times I have to say, that's nice, isn't it? Uh, and and the in the bit in um, Musashi three uh, when he dies it is is quite affecting, and I was, I remember when I did it and I thought like can I do the speech from Blade Runner, and then I put it in for a laugh and it's like actually sounds really good, <laughs> yeah. And now I yeah. think everyone dies in my episodes now, but that's just history. Most people die eventually, boys and oh, girls. Absolutely, and usually they're um, awful before they die, so it's okay. And I'm really glad that no one's mentioned my third and final voice because it is, I think, I love the voice, but I also love the transformative effect that it has on Will. And it is the, the Plantagenet voice, Richard III's, or even it was St. George first. Yeah, he was... They, um... You know the one, listener, when he goes like this, hey, man! Well, he was actually, because... yeah, he was St. George first. Then he was actually the much-forgotten Protesilaus. In um, oh yes, oh, he was yeah. Ah, yeah. to the E. Yeah. So, but then it became, yeah, he's just great fun. It's it's the only voice that I do where I completely lose myself in it, and it just works. You can tell all mm-hmm. the time. You can yeah. really tell because sometimes yeah. you're very hard on yourself. Like, oh, I'm 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 not this. I'm not a comedian. All the rest of it. But when you do Richard the Third, it's like. What Maradona is to football is to radio comedy. <laughs> it's so transformative yeah. mm-hmm. and and brilliant. It's, and I was really, I was God, really I mean, struggling. Maradona, it's, sort of, it's dusty, dusty. Yeah, come yeah, on, yeah, hit me, man, the hand of God. <laughs> um, and I was really struggling. I was, I was struggling to think of a way to do Richard the Third and have him. I was trying to have him balanced and things and like, oh, maybe he did do this and maybe he didn't do this. And it's like, well, it's fair, but it's not very entertaining. And then <laughs> I thought, I know what I'll do. I'll just get Will to go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I didn't mention Sailor Jerry. I love Sailor Jerry's voice as well. Just just to go back. But that's that's that done now. That's all right. I'm quite new anyway. I've not been doing him that long. I particularly like Sailor Jerry Jerry, when he's talking about sharks. I love them like (laughs) hideous fish. Like (laughs) I've got loads of facts about sharks. (laughs) This is just so the listeners are aware, actually, or the listener is aware. um, This is what we do when we're all together. We literally just sit and talk to each other in the stupid voices that we do in the show. So um, yeah, there's a little window into the real life world of the silly history boys that's how tom tells us to get on with our work do you want to get on with our work yeah let's get on with that yeah. yeah yeah right um i'm gonna pull the big shiny satin seat which i spent huge amounts of money on to great expense and reveal to you now the silly history quiz of justice Ooh. Ooh. Oh, Ten. Guys. Well, nine very silly questions which will tax your knowledge of these 50 episodes of. I had to burp. Wonder! <laughs> the vomit was rising. You can clip that, right? Don't cut that. <laughs> no. Don't cut that. That's staying. Oh, dear. Right. Uh, question one. Uncle Bilbo. Okay. You get a parking ticket for parking lengthways across the mother and baby parking spaces at Lidl. <laughs> Don't act like you haven't done it. In the ensuring court <laughs> appearance in bold, which of our historic characters do you want to defend you in court? Uh, okay. Uh, Richard III, because, you know, he's good at admin, isn't he? Plus, he can be ruthless if you need him to be. He won't care about mother and baby's parking spaces. And he loves car parks, isn't it? Ah, perfect. Of course, that's an extremely (laughs) succinct and well thought out. So well done, Uncle Bilbo. Do you feel patronised? Good. Right. (laughs) Sweet Pear Bear, you get a parking ticket for parking lengthways across the mother and baby parking spaces at Lidl. In the court appearance, who defends you? This is the only answer that I actually put any serious historical thought into. And I had to do a quick search just to make sure I wasn't misremembering it. But I would choose 
Gaius Julius Caesar, mainly because legal advocacy was part of his political career. And apparently, he was a great orator. So he would defend me with a plumb. I'm sure if anyone could answer for your behaviour across those three, because you've got a big car, those three, maybe four <laughs> parking spaces across. I just... I want the listener to be aware that I've got a big dad mobile car, not like a like a massive Mercedes or something. I've got it's a big car though, and it wobbles. It's the, the new wind. Range Rover, boys and girls. <laughs> Sport, mm. in a city, uh, yes. Tombo, you got a massive car. Um, who would you choose to defend you for parking it selfishly, improperly, and dangerously? Well, I have a, a, a young child, and I forgot that you can Do use you? those those, uh, those spaces. Uh, so oh, I, I love them. Yeah. I still Back in park the in the normal spaces and then curse myself for not getting closer to the shop. Anyway, um, Blackbeard, next question. Mm, I think, that's a good one. I think he would just go, no, me, no, no, I'm right. Me, me, I win. Thank you. And uh, I think justices of the peace would go, yeah, okay, fine, maybe. All right. Yeah. yeah. Just, just, Leave. just mm-hmm. put, put, put out your flaming beard in the courtroom. Yeah. Run so. out the guns. <laughs> so. That's what he says. If anyone's gonna shoot a judge, it'll be old Teachy, right? Yeah. Um, very briefly, um, I've done some historical research into this. I've picked Joan of Arc to defend me in court against me parking fine, even though I can't drive, and when I can drive, I'll be in Mrs. Bob Bob's old car, which is very small so it'd probably be like over half a parking space um but joan of arc defended herself in her own trial um Mm -hmm. against some theological experts who tried to trip her up about some things Mm. uh, to do with theology and she had them off Uh, and the reason that joan of arc is one of the reasons she's very famous is because they have the trial recorded because it was very important and so it was a show trial she won the argument they executed her anyway, of they course. Did. For wearing um, trousers. Mm, and of course, that's how they got her. So maybe they get me for the parking fine. But let's face it, 70 quid on the ad revenue that we're going to be streaming in by then, that's going to be nothing. It's going to be nothing, 70 quid. Uh, and she, she became uh, a legend. And I'd like to think that when I went into the news agents, people would look up from the frazzles and go, that's Uncle Bob Bob. He did that amazing speech in parking court. The only man ever to be burnt at the stake for parking fines. In trousers. <laughs> that is my answer then. Um, nice. In that case, we will move speedily on to question two, which I will address to Thomas Tomboy Fermor. Yes. And it's this. You are in Yorkshire. You accidentally catch a person's eye and smile by mistake. Which of our historical friends do you want by your side in the ensuing violent melee? Well, I, I think he's got—he's getting a clean sweep, isn't he? Richard the Third is going to absolutely nail a lot of these questions, uh, a lot of these answers. But I mean, he's beloved throughout Yorkshire, and also he can kill them uh, with relative—not Richard the Third, uh, Richard of York. Uh, anything Will does, basically, mainly all of Will's voices. Uh, so is it Richard the Third? It is Dicky, isn't it? Yeah, we're doing Dicky. Yeah, I think yeah, he would. Yeah. I think I think he would uh, nail any argument and frighten any Yorkshireman away. I think, um, yeah, that or or, or or maybe there was a character I played in the um, a, a lesser a lesser known character, so much so that I've just completely forgotten his name. Um, and he wheels weasels his way in and out from army to army, and I think a weaselly character. Um, there's a part where I talked about how he goes. I've got him be... as well. I couldn't find his name either. Maybe I yeah. should get a script up. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. A fierce drive of an answer, Tombo. Yeah. Um, very fine indeed. Um, Pepe, um, you're in Yorkshire. You smile at a person by mistake. There's going to be violence. Who's got your back? Guy de Lusignan. He's going to fight dirty, very much like them Northerners. They're going to fight dirty too. So I've got, you know, it's a, it's an unstoppable force meeting an immovable object sort of situation. That's why I've chosen him. 
And he was a scrapper, was Guy de Lusignan as well. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Another another fierce driver in the match. I'm going to go third for this one. And I'm going to let the genuine Yorkshireman um, from Hong Kong uh, defend himself for <laughs> Uh, and I've gone with uh, Louis Le Prince, um because he's got the accent. Gonna... Yeah? Yeah. I've gone yeah. with Louis Le Prince to defend because he's got the accent. Um, he would bamboozle them when they hadn't heard of him. And then he'd tell them how Yorkshire invented cinema. And then that defused the situation. Uh, and they'd all sit around in their flat caps and congratulate each other about how great Yorkshire is. Oh well, it, but what if he? He'd be filming the whole thing as well and have it up on YouTube just in case anything went wrong. So you know, you got proof. Yeah, uh, but, but what if he like line. mysteriously disappeared just before the final? That's more likely to be me. But uh... <laughs> 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 I just got to dip outside to get my coat. <laughs> <laughs> Why would your coat be outside? So my, my pick is Louis Le Prince. Oh, uh, Louis Le Prince. Nice. That's nice. I like it. Ooh. Um, dear Uncle Bilbo, yeah. I invented this question to upset you. Yeah. Will you still please give me an answer? Well, the answer I've written down is, I take umbrage with this lazy question. Plus... <laughs> plus, I... <laughs> it's work, listener. I've got his buttons. <laughs> um, and then I finish out with, plus, I doubt anyone from our shows would be my friend, as history people are, as we know, awful. 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 <laughs> Uh, another an, an very answer. good answer. I'm sorry for what I've it's done. All right. it's, I, I it's all It's all Bantasaurus. Lol, lolcopters, isn't it? Yeah. Really nasty personal attacks on everyone. <laughs> and I've, oh, I've, mate, I've not... wait until we get to the end of this quiz. I've got some real zingers coming. Right. <laughs> good, because I've not done one for me, because uh, I'm fond of myself. <laughs> Question three. Stuart Perry, you lose a bet and have to clean and organise Tombo's medieval shed. Who from our shows will you choose to help you? John Tradescan. He's going to organise everything oh, immediately. Yeah. Thank you. And a lot of, you know, um, Ting Tang headquarters is going to end up in the British Museum, whether Tombo likes it or not, because that's how we roll. When Tombo dies mysteriously in his local pond. And it yeah. Ends up, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, ends up belonging to England now. Everything belongs to us in the end. <laughs> please keep li- please keep listening. <laughs> um, um, excellent. Um, Will, you've got a clean Tombow shed. You've lost a bet. Uh, yeah. Who are you going to choose to help? Uh, Menelaus. He strikes me as an obsessive compulsive. Because he's always collecting oh, stuff. Yeah, it's all so shiny. Um, <laughs> shiny. This one's so not shiny. He'd just be wrong. he'd just be chuntering to himself, and I'd slip off for a cup of tea, pop back later. And he, he would have done it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I'm going to go. And it would all be arranged in order of shininess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I might get to meet his wife. You know. And she's a lovely girl. <laughs> You'll stop looking at her now. You've seen enough of that. Go on, yeah. move away. Um, Tombo, you're the face that launched a thousand sheds. Um, if you could get anyone in from the show to help you um, uh, sort out the shed, who who would you get? Can I say uh, the shed do. is unsortoutable and belongs where it belongs. No one touch my bleep. I repeat, nobody bleeping touch my bleep. It belongs where it belongs. Therefore... I'm going to pick the narrator Satan? that sounds like me because the narrator that sounds like me is me and I'll do it later. <laughs> Fair enough. Nice. And there is a yeah. man who was in a biker gang. So there you go. You better, <laughs> so better do as he says. So dangerous. I, if truth be told, I have, I have, I have upgraded from a uh, not quite five metre long shed by a not quite... 3.5 meter long shed to an over 5 meter and over 3.5 meter shed and good my friends and all the listeners I have filled it with bleep already and I can't <laughs> I can't get into the new shed already uh, 
Oh my god. I'm I'm a the really trebuchet. bad person. You've got a problem, man. You've literally got a problem. But I the do trebuchets exactly, yeah. are coming out of the window. I do. I've got I've got trebuchets, I've got all manner of shield. Uh, I've got mini bikes, I've got maxi bikes, I've got uh, uh, I've got unicycles. I've got all kinds of stilt. I'm never going to use these things ever again. But I've got them. In your face, you guys, that really want it all. Thanks, Tom. Um, Marcus Licinius Crassus will be uh, helping me out. I don't think he'd be much good at lifting, but his talent for admin and organisation will prove extremely useful. Uh, Plus, he might get some tufts to put the willies up, Tombo. Keep it tidy. (laughs) Nice. Nice. Question number four. Thank you for that. That's all right. Before we do question number four, I have to pee and also make my son go to bed. So just give me uh, two minutes. All right. Sorry. Maybe you could combine them. Uh, <laughs> what pee on my son to make him go to bed? All right, I'll try yeah. it. I'll be back That's in kind one of second. What I imply. Gosh, I say some awful things sometimes. Well, listener, I think that's the most appropriate place to leave part one of the 51st episode Spectacular. There is another part coming, which will be out very soon. And then it will be followed by some more regular podcasts for your podcasts. Um, so we've, we've got Henry Avery coming. We've got Ragnar Lothbrok coming. We might have another Heracles in store for you as well. Um, but rest assured, new normal service will be resumed uh, at the normal time. But for now, um, let's bring the end of part one of the 51st episode Silly History Boy Spectacular to a close. And for doing an actual podcast instead of your normal podcast, we are, as always, sorry! <laughs> I wish I'd been consumed in the fire. That's my Mancunian. How do you do Scouse? After months of not doing Scouse. Alright, alright, I know. Ah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I'll do it like that. Yeah, oh, yeah, why not? Yeah, alright, here we go. <clears throat> I wish I'd been consumed in the fire. <laughs>